Well, hey church, I am so glad that you've tuned in today as we conclude our series, Rooted. We've been looking at different areas that as believers, it's important that we grow and we strengthen in order that we might flourish. And so let's just read one last time that core verse that we've, we've pinned everything to from Ephesians chapter 3. It says this, starting at verse 16. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp How wide, how long, how high, and how deep is the love of Christ? And to know that this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure with all the fullness of God. So we've been looking at a number of areas over these past few weeks that we can be rooted in, that we can develop in our lives, that we may be filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. We've covered God's presence, worship, our identity in Christ, the Word, the Holy Spirit. And finally, I want to finish this series off by talking about being rooted in local church rooted in local church why don't we why don't we pray father god we just thank you for this opportunity to come together now to hear from your word to hear your heart on this concept this idea of local church and so god i pray that hearts and ears may be open this morning to hear what you have to say in jesus name amen amen Well, I was going to title this message Rooted in Community because I firmly believe that that's what local church should look like. It should feel like home, but but I wanted to be specific and not to allow any confusion of a broader sense of community. We are the church or the ecclesia in the Greek, which translates as called out people who gather together. We are called out in the sense that although we're in the world, we are not of the world. As Christ followers, we are different. We, we stand out by living that, that radical, sacrificial, crazy kind of love that we touched on at the end of last week. And by living a life where we seek opportunities to go above and beyond in, in blessing others, where we love our enemies, where we recognize that death is just the beginning of eternity with our Heavenly Father. When we as as the church live this kind of life, people take notice. They take notice. They they see something in us that that makes us stand out. It's, It's attractive because it's who we were all created to be in the image of God. And as, as the local church, we come together as a, as a smaller gathering of the global church, united in our faith, 
maintaining the, the purpose and the mission of God across the world to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit, to love people as Christ loved us. And then on top of that, I believe that God gives the, the local church a specific focus, a, a localized mission. And for us at Hope Church, that looks like becoming a church that is needed by our community. And how do we do that? We do it by actively pursuing God's heart, by seeking to find our individual purpose and then living that out to the best of our ability, by being intentional about bringing hope to the community that we have been placed in, by restoring the brokenhearted and living a generous life with our time, our resources, our finances, our words, and our love. When we come together as a local church with one heart, with one mind, great things will happen. The psalmist writes in Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's a beautiful picture of how the local church should be. Paul describes the church, doesn't he, as a body. We've talked about this as we've been relaunching our teams. We, the church, are a body. None of us are the same as another. We each have our own part to play. And as we work together, we can do great things. As the phrase goes, united we stand, divided we fall. We need to support one another. We need to be united and work together. I believe that when we come together as a, a local church, each one of us playing our part, creating the, the community that God intended, that he will fill us, that he'll fill us to the measure with all his fullness. And so today, I just want to look at four reasons why being rooted in local church is important. And the first is this. Local church is a place to belong. It's a place to belong. As a kid, I was brought up in a church just up the road. And in that church, I created some incredible friendships. In fact, at our wedding, I had two best men, not one, but two, and both of those were friends from that church growing up. And years of, after years of going to that same church, we, we moved as a family to a different local church. And if you've ever done that before, you know it's like moving to a new school or a new job. And there's that, that awkwardness and uncertainty when you walk through the doors for the first time. But I remember on that very first day, I, I went out to the Sunday school and I was greeted by this, this group of teenagers who were so friendly and welcoming. It was amazing. They were this, this community of people who, who didn't just hang out on a Sunday, but they did life together outside of the four walls of church. In fact, on that very first day in this brand new church, I was invited to a sleepover with the youth group 
And it was in fact in that youth group where I met my amazing wife, Ruth. And it wasn't until years later that we got together as a couple. But uh, even from that very first day of meeting, we became good friends. And then, you know, Ruth and I, we've been part of, of Hope Church for, for 10 years or so now. And actually, before we attended this church, we went to a church in Blackpool. And in that church, we created these friendships and, and the community there. But unfortunately, that church had to close. And so we went through the challenge of finding a new church home. We call it church shopping. I don't know if you've ever had to do this. But because we'd both created and, and been part of such strong church communities growing up and as a couple together in Blackpool, we knew that we couldn't just settle in any old church. The church that we were going to settle in, it had to feel like home. We had to find our new tribe. And when we came into this very building, I remember this overwhelming sense of warmth and welcome and aside from that, there was a cool worship team with a drummer who was way better than me and, and a great preacher. And, and we knew that this was where we needed to be, that this was where we belonged. Little did we know that 10 years on and we'd become the pastors of the very same church. But, but God knew, God knew. Local church is a place to belong. You know, at the very beginning of creation, God created man and it didn't take very long for God to realise that Adam shouldn't be alone. He needed someone. He needed someone. In fact, in Genesis chapter 2, it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. We need people in our lives because we were created we were designed to be in relationship it's part of who we are at our very core we can't help it we we were designed for connection for community with god yes and also with each other and so because our instincts cause us to, to crave and to seek out relationships with other people, it's so important that we look for and we find these relationships in the right place with the right people. And there is no better place than the family of God. You know, this was, no, uh, this was evident to me when someone got in touch with us via our website saying uh, they were struggling with the circumstances of life and wanted to connect with some good people. And they thought the church could be that place. And so we've gone a journey and we've become friends now and it's so great to see their progress. I think this past year has been challenging for, for extroverts who get energy from being around people, from being in community. And you know what? Although, although the introverts out there are feeling a little bit anxious about coming out of this hermit life that we've all been living that, and actually seeing people in real life again, you know, I've heard comments like, I'm quite happy doing my own thing in my own home. I just want to stay here and hide out. But even those people were created 
for connection. When we are cut off from connections with other people, and and that doesn't need to be large groups of people, it can just be one or two close connections. But when we are cut off from that, when we don't have that connection, we lose something. We can feel like something within us is missing. And that's because we weren't created to be alone. And that is why we believe in the importance of being rooted in local church. Because when local church functions in the way that it should, with real connections, when we move beyond the surface level Sunday morning church fine conversations, creating lifelong friendships, it's there that we can find a place we truly belong. Local church is a place to belong. And secondly, it's a place for discipleship. What is discipleship? Discipleship isn't a course that you can complete. You can't be like, discipleship, yep, done that. Discipleship is a journey of continued learning, of following and fully embracing the truth of the gospel and of sharing that good news with others. As a disciple of Jesus, we are to put him first in all things. It says in, uh, in Mark chapter 8, it says, And calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and for the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with all his holy angels. To live this kind of life, to put off self-centeredness and put on Christ-centeredness, we're going to need the support and the encouragement of our church family, of that community that comes from being rooted in local church. Being a disciple of Jesus, it looks like following his teachings and bearing fruit. We talked about this last week, didn't we? That the overflow of our closeness and the strength of our relationship with Jesus creates this this fruit that creates a love that will overflow into our life, the fruit of the Spirit. When we're rooted in local church, we'll be on both the receiving and the giving end of discipleship. Did you get that? You should receive and give. Being part of local church is not a spectator sport. It requires you to be actively engaged. You can just turn up on a Sunday morning and and take it all in. That is your choice. But I don't believe that that's God's intention for your life or for local church. 
If we are to fulfill the mandate that has been placed on us as Hope Church Lytham, it's going to take each and every one of us playing our part. Each member of the body functioning in the area that God purposed us to be, to see his kingdom come. Yes, we will receive discipleship from the leaders, from the teaching, from life groups, from Sunday school, from those that we serve alongside in the various teams, and from those that we build up those strong relationships with. <clears throat> but we're also to disciple others, to come alongside others, and to encourage and support one another, to grow each other. As iron sharpens iron, it says in Proverbs 27. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And then in Hebrews chapter 10, it says, Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. You know, there are believers who think that it will be fine to not be connected into, rooted into local church, that they can sustain their faith with, with personal study and prayer and worship. And those things are great. Don't hear what I'm not saying, but I don't get that mentality. God designed this. Jesus modeled this. He commanded it. Don't neglect meeting together. And this isn't just because of the benefits that, that we can get from church and from corporate worship. We don't connect to local church, or we shouldn't connect to local church, to see what we can get, but to see what we can give. We're to sharpen one another. We're to spur each other on. We're to motivate and to encourage each other on our discipleship journeys with God. Local church is a place to belong. It's a place for discipleship. And thirdly, it's a place to grow. It's a place to grow. I was recently made aware of a book called The Hidden Life of trees and it talks about trees being social beings about the language of trees and the way in which they work together not only to survive but to grow it's quite fascinating i've not read the whole thing but i've skimmed a few bits of it and it really is quite interesting if you've ever been uh, if you've ever seen exposed tree roots what you may notice is that is that they can be connected to each other through their root systems and this book referenced scientists that have discovered that this is due to their interdependence and that actually most individual trees of the same species that are growing near to each other are connected by their roots and in this way they're able to then share nutrients with one another to help each other to grow but the question then is arises why would trees share their food with others nearby and in fact not always of the same species but sometimes with others what they call competitors and the author suggests that it's because a tree is not a forest 
On its own, a tree cannot establish a consistent local climate. It's at the mercy of the wind and the weather. But together, together, many trees can create an ecosystem that is sustainable and will enable them to live longer. These studies suggest that if every tree were looking after itself only, they would die off much quicker. And that actually these gaps that would then form in the forest would have a negative impact on the other trees. And so actually what we're seeing is that every tree is important to the development, the sustainability and the growth of the forest. When we connect into local church, when we are rooted, you see what I've done there, when we are rooted in local church, we create these connections with one another. We disciple each other like we've just talked about. We share nutrients, we share life, we share wisdom with one another and that enables us all to grow. Just like a tree can't grow without sun and water and soil, we can't grow into the men and women that God created us to be without the benefit of learning from, worshipping with, praying with, serving with, fellowshipping with and sharing in the joys of God with others. Just like a baby will not grow into a toddler without proper care, we won't grow beyond the stages of just knowing who Jesus is to knowing Jesus intimately and personally without the love and care that comes from a strong church community. So local church is a place to grow. And finally, local church is a place for unity. It's a place for unity. Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus uh, in chapter 4, he said, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. How are we to have unity in our faith? We're to work together, to live at peace with one another. Let's just look actually at, at Colossians chapter 3. It says this, Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect unity. Does that remind you of anything? Does that passage remind you of anything? To me, it rings of the fruit of the Spirit that we touched on last week. You see how these, these strands, these roots that we've been talking about over this series, they're all interconnected. They all help to grow us and to sustain us. And so these kind of relationships that these passages are talking about, they don't just happen. They need to be worked on. It's a continual process. 
And another element to growing in unity is to accept and to appreciate each other's gifts. Just like that picture of the church being a body, no, mem- no member can say to the other, I don't need you. Because we all need one another and no one is more important than anyone else. When we're living in a place of unity, we encourage each other in our unique gifts. We, we celebrate each other's talents and abilities. We appreciate our differences. I could go on and on about what unity looks like, about welcoming those who hold different views to us on secondary matters by, by celebrating the success of other churches, of, of displaying uh, racial and cultural and social unity and diversity. The list kind of goes on and on, but, but one thing is clear. We are called by God to live together in unity. And so if local church is functioning as it should, then it should be a place to belong. It should be a place for discipleship. It should be a place to grow and finally a place for unity. Let's root ourselves in local church, committing ourselves to supporting the leadership and serving the heart and vision and mission of the house. And as we do, may we know more and more the depths of Christ's love for us, a love that passes all understanding, and that together we will be filled to the measure with all the fullness of God. Why don't we pray? So Father God, we just thank you for the gift of local church. We thank you for the the privilege that we have perhaps taken for granted until this past year when it's been removed from us of, of being able to gather together in person, of being able to meet together, to worship, to praise your name, to hear from your word, to, to share in life with one another. And I pray that we will recognize the importance of, of not only rooting ourselves in local church, but actively participating by working out your calling in our lives within this local church so that we can see your kingdom come, your will be done in Lytham St. Anne's and the files and beyond. And so I pray that you will, uh, you will challenge us as we go into this week to, uh, and as we prepare for reopening the church building and meeting together once again, that you will challenge us and inspire us to new ways in which we can uh, actively work out our call, uh, the call on our lives through this local church. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.